This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Welcome to Aging and Health Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Jeffrey Nemhauser. Millions of older adults and people with disabilities could not maintain their independence without the assistance of unpaid caregivers. Caregivers can take on a variety of roles and some perform medical tasks with little to no training. This care would cost nearly $470 billion a year if purchased. Currently, over 53 million people act as unpaid or family caregivers, which is one in five Americans. Additionally, among caregivers aged 45 years or older, approximately one in eight have subjective cognitive decline or an increase of memory loss or confusion that has gotten worse in the past year. These are some of the reasons that caregiving is considered an essential service and an emerging public health issue. Today, I'm talking with subject matter expert and Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education fellow, Eva Jeffers, who's with CDC's Alzheimer's Disease Team. She's here to help us understand the connection between caregiving and subjective cognitive decline. Welcome, Eva. Hi, Dr. Nemhauser. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here to talk about caregivers with subjective cognitive decline, which I'll refer to as memory loss. This is especially relevant because as the population continues to age, we are going to be relying on caregivers more than ever before to provide supportive care or assistance to family members and friends. So Eva, let's talk about this recent study on memory loss among caregivers. First, who are caregivers and why is memory loss important as it relates to them? Good question. For this study, we looked at adult caregivers aged 45 years old and older who helped a family member or friend who had a health condition or disability. Before we get into memory loss, it is important to note that caregiving can benefit the caregiver by increasing their self-confidence and fulfillment, making them feel needed and useful, helping them learn and develop new skills. Many caregivers tend to be under-identified. In other words, many people who are caregivers may not consider themselves caregivers because helping people is just a part of their life and what they do for those around them. Almost 80% of caregivers help people manage household tasks such as managing their finances, cleaning, or preparing meals. Over half of caregivers also help with personal tasks, such as managing medications, feeding, dressing, or bathing. Caregivers also are an important source of emotional support and companionship for their friend or family member. Most caregivers aren't formally trained and they learn as they go. If the caregiver is experiencing memory loss, this could really impact the person they are caring for or the quality of care provided. For example, it could lead to trouble keeping track of appointments, medications, or finances. It sounds like caregivers do a wide range of tasks to support someone in their life. And that, that makes me wonder, how many people are caregivers and for how long are these people providing care? Those are great questions. Across the U.S., one in five adults are caregivers today. And of people who are not currently caregivers, one in six expect to become caregivers in the next two years. Across the U.S., about half of caregivers have been providing care for two or more years, and about one-third provide care for 20 hours or more each week. Wow, that is a lot of caregivers doing an incredible amount to help and support people in their lives for a long time. So how does memory loss in adults who are caregivers compare to adults who are not caregivers? Yeah, our research found that adults who are caregivers have more memory loss than adults who are not caregivers. The study found that over 12% of adults who are caregivers reported memory loss, 
while 10% of adults who are not caregivers reported memory loss. And while 2% may not seem like a big difference, it accounts for tens of thousands of people. Memory loss is only one additional issue that caregivers face, as nearly one in five caregivers reports fair or poor health, nearly two in five caregivers have at least two chronic diseases, and nearly one in four caregivers says caregiving has made their own health worse. So does being a caregiver cause memory loss and poor health? We can't actually say that. It could be that stresses associated with caregiving do lead to memory loss and worse health in the caregiver. Or it could be that people with memory loss or other health issues choose or just become the default caregiver more often. Hmm. When thinking about memory loss, were there some specific groups that were more likely to have memory loss as caregivers? Also a great question. Compared with non-caregivers, memory loss was more common among caregivers who were younger men, non-Hispanic white, employed, had another chronic condition, and interestingly, people have had good, very good, or excellent health. <laughs> That's not necessarily what I would expect. So it seems like younger, white, employed, fairly healthy men are more likely to have memory loss as a caregiver than as a non-caregiver. Right. So... Our takeaway is that we can use this information to develop supports for the specific group of people. For example, if we know that younger working men who are caregivers are more likely to have memory loss, maybe we can create supports in their workplaces or other places they may already commonly be. What else do we know about memory loss among caregivers? Well, we compared caregivers with memory loss to caregivers without memory loss, and we found that caregivers with memory loss were more likely to have any chronic condition, recent poor physical and mental health, a history of depression, and limited their usual activities due to poor health in the past month. So this means that caregivers with memory loss are more likely to have their own physical and mental health concerns. And this can limit what they can do for themselves and potentially limits what they can do for others too. That's important to know, especially as these are people caring for someone else. Yes. And we want to make sure they are feeling supported. So if a caregiver is experiencing memory loss, it's important for them to feel they have a support system or someone they can turn to if they are struggling to keep appointments straight, wondering why the finances don't add up, or worried about managing medications for someone correctly. Well, we don't know exactly why caregivers have more memory loss than non-caregivers, it could likely be due to all the emotional, financial, and physical strains in their life. As I mentioned, many caregivers are working, raising a family, and then caring for someone else as well. And while providing that care can be very fulfilling and meaningful, it can also be hard to balance with everything else. Yeah, absolutely. So what are things that we or caregivers can do to balance things and, and to stay healthy? Well, there are a couple of different options. If you know a caregiver reach out. See if there's something specific you can help with, like cooking, picking up groceries, or spending time with the person receiving care so the caregiver can get a bit of a break. Or maybe there are other ways you can support the caregiver. For example, maybe the caregiver would like a walking buddy. Some may want a friend to do crafts with or house projects. And if you are a caregiver, the most important thing you can do is make sure that you are caring for yourself. As caregivers, it's easy for us to prioritize the health needs of the person we are caring for. Unfortunately, this can harm our own health, which could make it hard for us to keep providing care. So taking care of ourselves is one of the best things we can do for the person we are caring for. 
And if you are noticing changes in your memory, talk with your doctor. They can help determine what might be causing some of the changes and get you connected to support. So in thinking about all the people who are caregivers now or anticipate becoming caregivers in the near future, are there things they can do to reduce their risk for memory loss? That's so important to think about. And yes, there are ways people can stay healthy as they get older and to help reduce their risk for memory loss. Keep making positive choices to enable a healthy lifestyle, very similar to a heart-healthy lifestyle including staying physically active, eating healthy meals, getting enough sleep. If you drink alcohol, drink in moderation. If you smoke, stop smoking, protecting your head from injuries, managing your high blood pressure and diabetes if you have them, or calling a friend a couple times a week. So if I was a caregiver and already feeling overwhelmed with all my responsibilities, I think it would be hard to make all these healthy life changes. Where would I find the time? That's a great point. Well, there are lots of ways to live more healthy lives, so I would recommend just starting small with something you really want to do. Even little things like getting one or two more fruits or vegetables a day, 30 more minutes of sleep, seeing your doctor once a year for a checkup, or walking around the block each day can make a big difference in the long run. We only have one body and one brain, and we need to care for them as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Are there other resources or groups available for people who are interested in connecting with other people or caregivers? Yes, there are some great caregiver groups and programs out there that can help people feel connected and supported in caring for themselves and others. I would recommend contacting the Alzheimer's Association's 800 number or your local area agency on aging or your local senior center to learn what resources are available in your area. It can be nice to know that you're not alone and learn and share with others who are going through similar experiences. Is there anything else that you'd like to share about caregivers and memory loss? Just that caregivers are amazing people who are helping their family members and friends stay independent, and we are so grateful to them. Thank you. We're here to help you if we can. Eva, thank you so much for joining us today and talking through caregivers, memory loss, and what we can all do to support each other. Thank you so much for having me. For more information, please visit cdc.gov aging. I've been talking today with Eva Jeffers, subject matter expert and Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education fellow with CDC's Alzheimer's disease team. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO. 